Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That hotel pizza is hard to beat, right? After a night out on the road, you're having a good time, and you just, I don't really want to go out and find something. Why don't we just pick up the phone or go online and... Have them deliver it right to the room. That's that's a hard pizza to beat. That's near the top of the list. I would be lying if I told you I didn't have a floor pizza this weekend. I believe you. <laughs> it was uh, it was it was very good. I, I I shared it with a friend this time too, so it, it was a good night. Not just me. They ate she the encouraged floor pizza? the floor pizza. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to need a refrigerator. I'm, you know, I'm out. starting to go towards Emily's side on this. It sounds pretty not, not good. It. It no, no. sounds pretty okay. good. I I know you. You would never, ever do it that. Correct. Incorrect. <laughs> you I, listen, your room it, smells like pizza. It's Emily, great. Emily, in the beginning, I was it. I was kind of on the edge here. I'm not sure if I'm there. But knowing now that Chris Morales is approving of it, Emily yeah, just did it this help. past weekend. <laughs> I think I'm all in. So look, I don't even want to eat a pizza when it comes. I want to just put <laughs> it on the floor the and I want to wait till the morning. Let it congeal a little bit and then it's good to go. So, of all the people at the station, Clinton Yates is by far the most fastidious. Okay? He, he is the one that's wiping everything down and lighting things up. So, he would be number one on the list of non-floor pizza people. You're number two, Al. I, 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 you're number two. I've seen you. I've seen the way that you dress. I've seen the way that you keep your workspace. I've seen – I can see your bedroom on TV right now on the Zoom call. You're not a sloppy person. You are well, a very neat and tidy guy. Not a chance. There is. This is the thing you don't understand. You just see from chest up. You don't see what's by my by my bed. I have you don't a feeling, see what's down there. I have a feeling what's on your floor. Maybe there's I've a t- pow chicken down here. <laughs> there might be a, a t-shirt down there. Maybe a pair of pants that you wore over Saturday. But I have a feeling there's not boxes of Chinese food and pizzas down there. Rookie's I feel just eating pretty all good the leftover that. dinner from last night. You eat. Tikka you always eat in, in the closet. <laughs> by the speaking of. Yeah. What did you eat on Saturday? Don't worry about it, bro. Don't no, worry about it. it looked interesting. It. it was a classic Sliwa. Hey, college basketball's on. Let's go to this very uh, provincial Chinese restaurant. Like, what, what are you doing? Okay, here's what happened. <laughs> By the way, don't worry about what I'm doing, okay? I'm intrigued. I want to know. Here's what happened. Don't ask me and about my business. Going back to the picture, don't tell me that that picture does not look like that's an amazing cuisine. It looks great. That's set up there. So we were in, um, we were in Alhambra. I think we're in Alhambra. Yeah, we're in Alhambra, and that's where we went. That was a whole vacuum situation, right? You know, you got to pick the, you got to get out to Costco, uh-huh. and we had just enough time to uh, go get some food. And there was Sichuan, I think, is Sichuan food. Okay. So we basically went on Yelp, which is what we live by. So the went. mood just struck you as you know it sounds good right now. Some Sichuan food. Well, they're known. I think there are restaurants in that area okay. that are that type of cuisine. All right. So then I said, wait a minute, Duke, North Carolina, who Sichuan? doesn't want Sichuan food? <laughs> you know they make like barbecue in Carolina. They have a very specific type of barbecue. It's called Carolina barbecue. It's very good. A little mustard based. It's not quite as uh, you know tomato based as some of the other barbecue sauce. I don't. Really think of the Sichuan community in Chapel Hill or Durham, but that's just me. Maybe there is. Well, maybe I, you open I don't up know. your horizons a little bit. 
I think probably in is, – is Sichuan a province in China? I don't know my Chinese geography very well. I think it is, and they're known for their uh, their peppers. And their big so Duke they're, and they're, <laughs> It was already on the TV, Travis. I'm huge. sure it's already good. They're, how many commercials did you see of Sichuan food during the during the final during the final four? Hi, I'm Mike Shishovsky, and when I'm in the mood for Sichuan food, I go to Alan Slewa's joint in Alhambra. Now back to you, Hubert Davis, coach. It's funny that you say that, but I was in the neighborhood thinking of Sichuan food as well, right? and I thought there's no better place to go than this can spot I, right okay, here. It's just just so we can take a quick left turn, and then we'll we'll go back. How much? Like, I, I can't comprehend this in L.A. Bro, how good is the food in L.A.? Every freaking region of the world is delivered in Los Angeles. I'm just using this as an example, and I know I'm taking a complete right turn here. How many different areas of L.A. are you literally finding every piece of the world right here in Los Angeles? Whatever you want. Literally, whatever you want, whatever. Sound like a drug dealer right there. No, think about it. No matter what part of the world you come from, there's a restaurant that serves your food, Mm -hmm. right? And and probably a pretty good one. That's just that. That's what happens when 15 million people decide to live in the same place, (laughs) right? (laughs) You're gonna you're gonna get a little bit of everything. It's not just gonna be meatloaf and floor pizza, Sichuan. Sichuan Bat, si- Carolina Swiss Sichuan. I believe yep. that it's a very specific regional taste to it. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. I, I want to play this one for you um, about the Lakers talking about, or I should say Magic Johnson was on with Keyshawn J. Will and Max this morning. And this, of all the things he said, I, I believe everything he said is true. My question is why does he have to say it? But with this one in particular, I really liked it about how they don't play together as a team. Take a listen. This hasn't been We've been playing as a unit. It's been um, more or less great game by LeBron or maybe a great game by Russ or a great game by AD, but it's never been. When, when we do something great, do you see everybody high-fiving, hugging? Like the other teams, they be running out to half court greeting their guys, and you don't see that with the Lakers. I'm pointing this out to you, I think it's probably a month ago or so by now. Malik Monk made this unbelievable defensive play at the rim. He broke up mm-hmm. a lob pass, and he got up there first, took it down, and then there was a timeout on the floor or something. And he, it was an, game was still close. Yep. Nip-tuck game, and he goes back to the bench, and it was met with collective yawns and indifference. And I pointed, I said to you, I said, what, where's the hype? Like, th- this was not just a good play. This was a really good play. This was a sports center quality highlight. And no one cared at all. You watched the game yesterday at the Nuggets. Every time Jokic would make one of those crazy passes, his teammates are jumping off the bench. They're pumping their fists. When you watch him play against New Orleans, there's, there's energy. There's all these things. The Lakers have no connectivity. There's no connective tissue with these guys. They're, they're, you never got the sense that they were pulling for each other. It's just been a weird year in that regard. When Magic said that, I'm, I was glad because it's been glaring all season long, and I don't know why there's been that disconnect from the very beginning. You ready for this? Sit back for a second. Sit back. I'm going to give you some praise here, okay? And I know you're, uh, you know, when the credit starts coming, you kind of go like this. You start pointing. Give me more. Give me more, okay? You have nailed a lot of different items on the Lakers this season, period. Period. Just uh, think about from the offseason to where we sit today, One of the biggest issues that you mentioned was it's not just that you're bringing in Russell Westbrook and his fit. You don't need another star player. Go get some role players. Keep the role players that you have. You need a team. You need a team. 
and I don't know if we're learning. I don't know if we're at a point right now in the NBA, and maybe I'm completely wrong, but we might be at a point in the NBA where, hey, go get three stars. Maybe that's not the best strategy to go get. When you were doing it with LeBron and and um, and Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade, different story. Look at their age. When you're doing it with KD and I mean, that's a stupid one, KD, Draymond, and uh, Steph and, and all those players, that's a different situation. They're all absolutely in their prime. I didn't go look at what's, what's going on with Brooklyn right now that had the strategy of three stars. Mm-hmm. The Lakers with the strategy of three stars. And again, if you're in your prime and you're all ballers and everything else, it's probably a different story. When, when you say or when you hear Magic say there's no team, bro, there is zero team. None. in the. I, I mean, I, I don't know how else to explain this, but – I walked into the weekend saying that they got to get both of these. They played the Pelicans, who were nine games below 500. With with, just think of all the stakes. LeBron is back. AD is back. Russell Westbrook is there. It's a Friday night game. Your season is on the line, and you couldn't close out Jonas Valanciunas, Brandon Ingram, and CJ McCollum in the Pelicans in a game that you know this is it. You're probably your season's going to end if you lose this game. They went 0 2 on the weekend, and the reason why. I'm pointing that out. Um, I really do truly, genuinely when I say this, you called out a lot of this stuff early on, and I think it's come to fruition, and we're sitting here today. This Lakers team is as disjointed as a team that I've ever seen. You have star power, but you don't have a team. You have isolated players. I need you to make sure that you pull all of that, Taylor, so I have that on my cut sheet so I can play that whenever I want. The you were right, Travis, portion of all of that. I think we're going to need that. Want me to go a step further? (laughs) Sure. Want me to go a step further? Yeah. Yesterday, I'm uh, walking through the tunnel, and this was right after I finished the pregame show. Walking through the the tunnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, Finished the pregame show. I'm walking through the tunnel at at Crypto.com. Arena. Arena. Yes, that's the arena, guys. (laughs) That's the one. Um who do I see? Who do I see just Geeter. standing there? Geeter. Flea. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw the I picture he posted Flea with Kareem. Yeah. Standing in the tunnel way. How am I not going to go to Flea and say, Flea, how you doing, man? Alan Slewa, I do the show. Travis Rogers, 10 8 1. He's he a listener. Starts, he just starts laughing. And he's like, man, I can't. He said something to the effect of like, I look so stupid for what I said, you know, whatever he's saying. I'm like, I'm like, Flea, you're not the only one. Everyone was saying this, right? Not everyone. And you're right. Hey, Trev, you're right. 100% you are right. And we're having, you know, we're kind of having the conversation. We're joking around about it and everything else. But then we're, just talking, then we're just talking about the actual team. Yeah. Who the hell would have thought this, bro? They're 16 games below 500. I heard something from Anthony Davis. I'm going to save it for when we come back. Okay. But AD was saying some stuff yesterday in the postgame show, and then he was saying some more stuff in L.A. Times. He was saying some things that, honestly, I was just putting my hand on top of my head because I feel like I've been hearing this for the last couple of years. We could do that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeva Show on 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
So <laughs> I don't like that that rejoiner at all. It makes me I've never heard Morales make any sexual <laughs> reference at all. That'd be the first time that's ever happened. I don't. I don't like that one. Um. So we went to the movies on Friday night. Me and my my two children. Two you of my three children. I didn't like the movie. You're, yeah, that's true, Emily. I just the Batman was not for the Travis. Uh, that didn't that didn't really work out for me. Um, we went to one of those nice movie theaters, you know, where they have the waiters and the and all those sorts of things. It was, it was it was a great night. So one of my son's friends works at the movie theater, okay. And every ten minutes, this kid would come by with some sort of treat. It was a bag of gummy bears, a bag of Reese's Pieces, a bag of M&Ms, a giant bowl of popcorn, a round of drinks. It was, And I'm not that guy at the movies. I must have had 10,000 calories sure. sitting there watching. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe I was just nauseous from overeating in the seat. I've never had more food at a movie in my life. That probably doesn't, probably doesn't sound. You sent a photo of you basically reclined back. I didn't even know what was going on. It came out of nowhere. I just saw, I just saw basically that you were. My feet. Yeah, I basically saw. I, I didn't know it was, I, there was no context to it. I just assumed. All right, well, Trav's at one of those nice theaters. To take down that much, oh, I mean, I, you couldn't have felt good. You felt, couldn't it, have felt good at and all. And it's not like I ate the whole bag. Like I'd have, you know, five no, you or probably six did. Reese's. Probably did. I'd have five or six gummy bears. I'd have five or six sour patch kids. And eh, there's a M and M's. I'll have five or six of those. Mm-hmm. And I don't even like popcorn. But when the bowl's sitting right next to you, you're gonna stick your hand and eat a do little. Do you ever? Bit. Do you ever like you not? You're not sure what you want the last thing that you ate to be so then you just keep going back no i just want a couple more M&M. well i don't want to end it there let me grab a couple sour patch no i don't want to end it there let me grab some popcorn you do that for an you, hour and a half you haven't lived until you've paired uh reese's pieces with a double makers on the rocks that that is a really nice thing Not to uh, watch the the movie with along the way all right you're talking about ad sleep so let's play this because i think this will the Lakers have done, the last year and a half, we've heard a lot of ifs. Well, if this happened, and if that happened, and if this happened, and if that happened, where I think there's something that Laker fans want to hear from the players specifically. I don't think we always get it, but let me let me play it for context. Post-game show yesterday, AD talking about what could have been with the Lakers. What we could have been, you know, we stay healthy all year. What could we have been? You know, of course you want to, you got to figure out, you know, the kinks early on. After it takes that 10, 12, 15, whatever amount of games to figure it out, close to all-star after all-star and you're rolling, you kind of feel like, okay, what what could have we have been if I was healthy all year, Brian was healthy, K-9 is healthy. Like, you think about those things. You know, we put this team together, um, look really good on paper, but we haven't had a chance to reach that potential with guys being, you know, in and out of the lineup. So the most frustrating part about, you know, this season is just not, sh- not being sure of what we could have been. Can you make an argument – that the Lakers have been unhealthy for most of the season, yeah, you, you make an argument, right? I'm, I'm not here to argue that the Lakers haven't had injuries and that Anthony Davis is not a major piece. I'm not here to argue that. They started the preseason 0-6 right out the gate. You there wasn't that. this. There wasn't this sense of urgency of, guys, look, let's go to work here. This is a championship team, championship roster. We got veterans left and right. Stop pretending like, hey, we'll just wake up whenever we feel like it. Again, that's not to make an excuse that the re- that the injuries haven't been there. You see who the Lakers played yesterday? They played the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. There are two key players that are out for the Denver Nuggets. You know what the Nuggets Nuggets have accomplished? They're 15, 16, 17 games over 500, something along those lines. The Clippers are going to make the playing tournament, and then they're going to make the playoffs. Kawhi Leonard hasn't played one game this year. Paul George, Paul George a ton. 
Paul George missed more than half of the season. You know what the Clippers did? Still kind of found ways. Okay, hey, are we a team? Are we connected? Is the coaching staff really shining during certain moments of the year? The reason why I say that is we have been saying what if for the past year plus, if this would have happened, if that would have happened, if this would happen. Trav, this is part of the setup of the NBA. I think what Laker fans really want to hear is we didn't play with a sense of urgency. Three different times, Dwight Howard, Malik Monk, and Russell Westbrook this season talked about how the Lakers weren't playing hard enough. Why aren't we hearing that from these players? Why aren't we hearing more the excuse of if we were healthy? You had a chance on Friday night with everybody back, Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, to just go beat the Pelicans, and you couldn't do it. Bro, I'm not saying I'm not saying that, that injuries are not a part of the game, but Damn, do we use that excuse over the last year plus as if it's the only reason why the Lakers haven't been good. And that they're the only reason that they're, they're, I should say they're the only team that has dealt with this. Like you pointed out, every team deals with injuries. Every single team deals with injuries. Now, maybe there's more than others, but to your point, I think the the, the biggest indictment of the Lakers, number one, is that it just it's a bad, it's a bad mix of guys. They, they just don't fit well together, and even with – exemplary effort, I don't know how much better it would be. It would be better, but I don't know how much better. It's a bad mix. But the fact of the matter is, it got worse week to week, month to month, you know, first half to second half. There, there, there was never, you know, how, how often did we say? Chemistry vibe, hey, it did get worse. Hey, hey let, let's, just, let's just get everybody back. It got worse. It lit, it, they come out of the all-star break and think, okay, you gotta you gotta hit the gas. How many times do we hear them say, you know, keep keep saying all they say, wait till it turns, wait till it turns, wait till you know, keep the energy negative the way that it was when it's positive. Don't change your story and all of this stuff. It never turned, and it wasn't just because they weren't good enough, it's because the effort wasn't there. And, and this is why I think everybody involved in this, with the exception of LeBron James, just because he's LeBron James is having somebody look at them and say, okay, what what are you exactly? Like, what what can you do for this team moving forward? LeBron is in a separate category just by the nature of how long he's been in the league. But Anthony Davis complaining about, well, you know, they, when I play, they say I shouldn't be out there. When I don't play, they say it's not that big of an injury. Dude, you just need to go to work and show up and play as hard as you can and as well as you can over and over again. No, no more talking. No more talk. Just Just play. Be the guy that is out there every night, and when a season goes by and you've been in an MVP conversation and you're a first-team All-NBA performer again and you've been that guy that we were hoping you've been, then you can say, hey, listen, I wasn't right. But until then, stop, man. Stop talking about all of this stuff because it's not just injuries. It's effort. It's fit. It's cohesion. It's coaching. It's front office. The whole thing is bad, and when you start talking about how it's just injuries or, you know, we never had none. If I hear that one more time, it's become funny to a point. Not that he's hurt. That's not what I mean. But that the the, the hopes and dreams of the Lakers season turned on Kendrick Nunn's health? That's ridiculous. Of course it didn't. He, would that, he have helped? Yeah, of course. But this idea that that is the piece that never came out, well, if we would have had him, stop it. it the whole thing was a tire fire to your point, from 0-6 in the preseason to here we are now, what is it, 16 games under 500? Come on, man. This is but a that, disaster. That, There's trapped, not trapped. one thing. That's what makes it, I think, frustrating from a Laker fan perspective is 
you feel like there are a lot of times we were watching the product this year. Are they getting their asses kicked by 25? Are they down Frequently. by 30? Are they Frequently. down by 37? It's how you lose two, right? And I, and I think this whole notion of, well, if they were just healthy, that's the difference. That ain't the difference. No. If, if LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook played all season long and they were all healthy the entire time, I can't tell you they're going to go out and win a championship. I don't believe they're going to. No. And I, the, the reason why I mention that is because, listen, AD, I want to make sure I say this, because AD yesterday, you could tell the dude was hurting, which in my head was saying to myself, bro, don't even play the rest of the season. Like, if you're if you're out there and you're grimacing played the way well, he too. was, played very well. Yeah. Remember, the, uh, remember last season, I know you have to imagine he felt pressure trying to come back in game six against the Suns. Lakers were down three games to two. And the first, you know, you see him jumping, and you're like, bro, take this guy out of the game. I appreciate that he's trying to play. It has nothing to do with it. And I'm not saying that the injuries have not had an impact. They have. But the Lakers have had issues, I'll continue to emphasize it, that are bigger than just uh, the injuries. And I think, at least from a fan perspective, you're sick of hearing that as an excuse. You're sick of hearing that because you've had games where you all played together. You had opportunities to turn things around. You had plenty of moments where you're questioning the Lakers' effort and if they care. That, to me, is a bigger issue than just are you healthy are you not healthy because other squads have been uh, certainly have had their fair share of injuries, and they're in the playoff line. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Can I put a, a really fine point on this? You know what it looks like when the Lakers are together? And I'm talking, I'm putting the coaches in there and I'm putting all the players. Everybody. Just a collective group of the Lakers that are on that court every single night. Doesn't look like anybody likes each other. It doesn't look like, and I'm not saying that they hate each other's guts, but I'm just saying it looks like five guys or 12 guys or five coaches that they all met in the parking lot two minutes before the game starts and they went out there and they're strangers. There's just no camaraderie among this group of guys. And some nights one guy will play hard, another guy will play hard. LeBron has nights where he's really good, and there's other nights where maybe he's not. LeBron, AD's been – it just doesn't seem like there's any – Do you feel like, like they're fighting for each other? No. I don't either. Absolutely not. And, and yep. look, last year was a huge disappointment because they had to go into the play-in. They got beat in the first round. But I never had that sense from this group last year. Never. I did feel like they were fighting for each other. I did feel like they were competing for the same common goal. The championship year, that group of guys, that was not the greatest Laker team of all time, but they were together. Damn connected. you damn right. They, they, the guys like KCP and those guys were incredibly valuable to what they, Danny Green, who's been on, I think, every team in the NBA at one point in his life or another, felt like he was connected to those guys. They felt like a unit. This feels like guys that met in the parking lot, all got thrown in a Laker uniform, and went out there and tried to figure it out on the fly, and they never could. That's what this team felt like all season long. And now it's injury? No, it's not. That's just one of ten reasons this thing has been a bust. They're 10-28 and 28 since January 7th. Oof. No back-to-back wins, too, right? Since that 10 and 28 since Three January 7th. Do you know how hard it is to not make the playing tournament? <laughs> do, you know, do you know how difficult it is in the Western Conference not to make? Do you, if I told you to name three players on the Spurs, you would say Ginobili, DeJounte Murray, Brent Barry. and Tony Parker. <laughs> I would have said Brent Barry, but, yeah, those are good, too. Barry was a better one. <laughs> um, David Robinson. Sean Elliott. George Gervin. I'm going to well, go Marcus back. Aldridge. <laughs> go back to the ABA days. Give me a little George Gervin there. All right. Uh, Factor Cap is coming up next. If there's a drive through you're going to use it. It's coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hey guys, just letting you know, I did tease that I was going to go to a waffle place on Sunday. Did not disappoint. These waffles were amazing. So that, uh, wait, wait. This we'll is the place that that's all they're serving is waffles. So right? it's called Brews Wiffle, and it's in uh, Santa Monica. So would recommend. Uh, but it was a little bit of a long line, but it's it's very very worth it. So what'd you get? I got this egg scramble with uh, mushrooms, onions, and chicken on top of a waffle, and the waffle itself with um, just regular syrup. So it was honestly so good, exactly what I needed. That sounds fantastic. And they have amazing coffee. So this is just a little uh, bruise waffle appetizer. Mimosa, <laughs> bellini, what are we talking about? I actually could, it was, a, it was a hungover morning, so I could not have any hair of the dog. I just had two coffees. I had a turmeric coffee, and then I had a, a, a lavender coffee. So it was, uh, turmeric was helping with like stomach and other stuff. Anyway. Ma- I think what would details. help more with the stomach stuff is not mixing four different liquors. Hey. Why would you do that? Why would you do that, Trev? Well, I'm trying to help. What the hell was that? that was, uh... Instead of going to turmeric, we could just maybe stick in one lane of the alcohol you rainbow. Know what? You guys, I, had some, I had some time to think about this. I'm with Emily on this one. <laughs> um, do you guys know what Rage Cage is or uh, Stack Up? I so. do not. That's what I was playing, and I lost. And, uh, yeah, I had, to, uh, I had to drink a lot of alcohol. It was great. It was fun. <laughs> okay, so uh, speaking of which, when I went to the brunch, uh, it was in Santa Monica. Parking can sometimes be a little scarce. And Move I the just... trash cans. Move the <laughs> trash cans. I parked a little riskily. I parked in a place where I didn't have a permit for, and I was just hoping that no one would tow me. So you are risky with parking. Travis, factor cap. Cap. I, I am, I'm a weird guy when it comes to following rules. You know what I mean? Like, if – Rules like park, don't park here, you need a permit to do this, or parking between this hour and that hour. I don't want a parking ticket, so and I don't want to pay valet, so I will drive halfway across the city to find a place to park, and I'll walk it back. I, I do not, like you, Emily, you're talking about, like, well, I didn't want to throw it away. It's, I spent $5 on this, that, or the other thing. It's like a parking ticket, an inexpensive one could be like 40 or 50 bucks. Sometimes they're even more than that. Yeah. And the idea of wasting $100 because I couldn't walk a couple of blocks infuriates me so no i'm gonna i'm gonna find a place to park legally i'm i haven't gotten a parking ticket in 40 years yep let me tell you you're not living until you're taking those chances and you're rolling the dice in a parking situation was that say two hours i'll be back in four what are you gonna do about it (laughs) well get a ticket might get a ticket (laughs) that's what it's gonna do what is this a loading zone 
<laughs> no, 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 no. Let's keep going. Emily, don't go so quick to Taylor. Why not just I, leave hey, it in the middle of the street? my point here? <laughs> get, a, get a chance to get a point in yet. Taylor. I, 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 fact. <laughs> That's it. They're already moving on to another You're done, topic. You're done. <laughs> I am one. I am one hundred percent. I take the. I take the risk. But when you get the ticket, oh. bro, do you have a good forty-five minute conversation with yourself? Of you're a dumbass, and you should have listened to Travis and just go park a couple blocks down. I don't do it all the time. I think I do it a little bit less. You know what's so clutch now? They got that passport. Where what is it called? Passport something. It's like a parking thing. You do everything on your app. Forget the forget the you know putting coins in. And oh all that yeah, stuff. yeah yeah yeah. You just you get it done. It's so quick and you move on. Taylor. <laughs> oh, finally, see. Okay. So this is fact for me. I'm sometimes a little bit risky. I don't mind parking in the boondocks and, you know, running if I have to a mile or so to find a parking spot. But I also drive a very inconspicuous vehicle, so it kind of looks like a work truck. So sometimes that, that works to my favor. So fact for me. Yeah, it you looks get loading zone. You get everything then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I, th- I just say it's it's better to just... I don't know. I just would rather not walk as much, but I'm just a little bad with that. So Okay, I, I will say, and we've done this with uh, Costco's and blah, blah, blah. Park as far as you possibly can. That's the key. When you go, I went oh, Costco. Oh, so you can get out. Sure. On Sunday. Well, it's also, you're sitting in line waiting for other cars to end up parking. I parked, and I'm already going down one of the aisles <laughs> while you're still trying to find your parking spot. <laughs> Emily, real quick before we yep. move on. When was the last time you got a parking ticket? Uh, December. Okay. Yeah, that. But weren't you complaining that you were down like five bucks was going to make or break your deal? Yeah. I, I, yes. And so I, you, I, you, I, had, you had to pick one of these things. You either need to park responsibly or not complain about the and, five and bucks. Don't I'm mess with, about don't everything. Don't mess with Santa Monica. It's don't fine. mess with Santa Monica. No, Santa Monica sweet. will get your, you know what? Right. Yes. For sure. Yeah. My street can sometimes be a little bit off and on whether or not they ticket. So uh, there is no difference to you between getting an Uber and getting a Lyft. Alan Fettercap. Uh, there is a difference. I don't have Lyft on my <clears> – <throat> I don't have that app. I've always used Uber. I've never used Lyft. I'm comfortable with Uber. I'm at a stage in my life where all I need is one car service to uh, to take care of business. The only difference for me is that I literally, literally have never used Lyft before. So I don't know if there's a difference, but I like Uber. Taylor. It's all good to go. There is a difference uh, in price. Sometimes Lyft will be a little bit cheaper, so I'll check both of those if I'm Ubering or Lyfting. Usually go with Lyft. So I don't know if this is generally true or just That's my good, Trav. Emily, let's go on. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've used both, and I do use both. But generally speaking, and Taylor, you, since you're a Lyft person, aren't the Lyft cars usually a little bit more banged up than an Uber? Like the Uber seems to have a little bit more of a higher – like the, put it to you this way. They're both Toyota Camrys. But the Uber Toyota Camry is cleaner and nicer than the Lyft Toyota Camry. And like maybe like one year younger. Yeah, one year younger, less miles. It's it, and they just they're better maintained. Like a, the the Lyft feels like something that may have been salvaged. Lyft at some has point. the check engine oil on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, check, yeah. That, that also yeah. means though, it, the, the Lyft's going to get you there faster though. That's what that the, means. The Lyft is grittier, bro. Yes, you want a high end car service. Lyft is. Let's roll up our sleeves and go to work. Lyft also doesn't typically get you with the ding when that surge pricing. It's usually not quite as bad as the Uber. Yeah, I just uh, raced who could get me there fastest, and that's uh, what I do. Um, so, but don't you have to cancel one or the other? And couldn't that affect your deal? So I can see. I so what I did this weekend it was my friend called one, I called one. We saw how far away it was, and then uh, called it because oh, okay. the price was the same, and we just like, well, we're already late, so we got to get. And somewhere. one was a tow truck from 1975, <laughs> and the other one was a Mercedes Benz. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> So, uh, if there is, a, you prefer to have everything with a drive-through, Taylor Factor Cap. 
cap. I, fr- I prefer to go inside. It's faster. Alan? Taylor couldn't agree more. I, I don't – I'd never get stuck. Starbucks drive through takes four hours. Oh, Just go in there. Yeah, no. I, drive-thrus are a necessity, never a choice. Right, like drive through is something I I I don't want to get out of my car. That's really quick. Like you're gonna fire through the McDonald's drive through really really quickly. But if there's ever something that I'm choosing to go do something, I'm always gonna to choose to go in. That but just it's not faster, like... Trav. It's not. No. Well, if there's nobody in line, it is. Right. If there's only one or two cars, okay. The, the time. I, but if there's a, a string of cars, I'm not gonna do the drive. Taylor no. Travis is our friend, bro. What what was that? <laughs> Taylor's feeling it today. I like it. I like it. He's he swung at you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just was trying to explain my drive-through techniques, Taylor. There's no reason to get upset. I'm trying to help me. you out, Trav. Yeah, I appreciate it. I just like I to listen to my radio while I'm in the car, and so if, if I go inside, I don't have like headphones. That okay, I can there, take there with is me. That's the there, only main there thing is I something like, about that. Like if you're on a phone call or something along those lines, and you don't want to, there is an advantage of being in your car. But I was fine every single time, and I just use Starbucks. Starbucks lines are literally longer than there's like a 30 minute line to go get a cup of coffee. I'm going inside. So last night we I mentioned we were going to the Ducks game, right? So the game is at five o'clock, and I didn't. I'm, I'm a little bit like this. I didn't want to get dinged with a bunch of nine dollar hot dogs at the thing. So I'm like, hey, let's just hit In and Out on the way up there. So we go to In and Out by my house. Uh, what up, In and Out on Camino Capistrano, and we're pulling up, and the line of cars is. I don't know, 12 cars deep, okay? I can see through the window. There's literally nobody inside. Mm. A couple of people sitting out front, you know, under the picnic tables eating. And so I'm like, I'm just going to park the car and run in and go and go get the food. Park the car, go in and get the food. I, there's, there's nobody in there. I'm the only one. Walk right up to the corner, place my order right away. And it could, I, it could not have been a longer wait to wait in that line of cars. I don't know if they like, oh, no, we saw you where you were. We're going to put that oh, order wow. right where it's supposed to be. But it was still the exact amount of time it would have been to go through that drive-thru. So I don't know. I had to, by the way, it was good. Spilled half of it on my shirt on the way to the game, but still pretty good. I have one more, guys. So if you <laughs> – Spilled half of it on my shirt. I love that. that t- it, 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 was, it was exactly like the shape of a tomato right in the oh. middle of my shirt. Just splat right in the middle of it. <laughs> Sauce, peppers, <laughs> melted cheese. It's a really good look. What, what color shirt? <laughs> it was black, thankfully. But oh, it was good. Uh, yeah. It, but grease, grease shows up on black just like it does everything else. It was a bad look. If you gift someone something, it's rude if they tell you they returned it, unless it's for something for a size mix-up. So, uh, Travis, factor cap. So, hit, hit me with it one more time. I'm not quite sure I understand. So, if you gift someone something... And it's rude for them to tell you they returned it, unless it's having to do with a size issue. Yeah, I think, yeah, fact, right? If I give you, I don't know, uh, something, a piece of art to hang on your wall, and you just tell me that, oh, yeah, I took it back, it wasn't for me. Yes, that's rude. I mean, I, I'm okay with you taking it back, just don't tell me. Just, just it, It's fine, you can just keep it moving along the way. I, I went out of my way to find something that I thought you'd like. Maybe I got it wrong, but I don't think you need to rub my face and like, oh yeah, man, I couldn't I couldn't get back to Target fast enough to return that thing. That thing was ugly. <laughs> I think that would hurt my feelings. I love how you created a whole story of what they said yeah. to you. Um I, I go cap on this. You know what? If I get you something and I'm not the expert of what you're looking for, what you want, and you decide, you know what, I'm gonna take what he gave me and I'm gonna get something that I actually want, all good. I think mission accomplished. As long as the person end up Ends up with what they wanted. I'm not. I'm not going to know. Yeah, I do this all the time. If I get like a gift for a family member or something like that, bro, I'm not good at that stuff. If you find something that you want, you use mine to go get it. Go do it by all means, Taylor. Uh, yeah, this is cap. <laughs> this is cap for me. At and... least you waited till I was done. <laughs> Slee, I'm. I'm glad that you think that way. How do you How do you feel about regifting stuff too? 
Oh, I'm 100% okay with that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, so, you, you give me some. Regifting, I'm more uncomfortable. Oh, you really? are. Why? So if somebody gave you a bottle of wine, you know, maybe, and you don't drink, and you, you regift that's it to somebody. That's different. No, that, that's a, if somebody gave me a bottle of wine, I'm drinking that bottle of wine. <laughs> but that's because I drink wine. If in your, in your situation that you don't drink, that part completely makes sense to me because you don't drink. Okay. I'm vindicated. Emily, are you returning things that uh, you don't like? No, no. Uh, I don't return things I don't like. I will put it out for that person. If they come over, I'll put it on, do all this stuff. I make them. I don't like to think that people – I like to people please. And so even if I don't like it, I'm going to use it at least for a little bit for their, for their sake. The Astros from 2017 can't get out of their own way, Slee. Uh, Carlos Beltran was talking over the weekend, and it's just these guys need to really figure out how they're going to handle this stuff. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Could have gone for a time. I'm back, by the way. I, I back? Yeah. I'm ready to get back on the taco train that we had. And the, no one the, was the overly concerned. It took, took, I don't know, four or five days to go taco-free before I'm ready to go tacos again. How often do you go taco-free? Like, are you, that you have tacos every day? Not every day, but I bet you, if I'm being 100% honest, I bet you it doesn't go Once a week? Than, oh, more than that. It's probably twice a week. It, it's probably twice a week. And I, that I did nearly a full week is, is it's a little bit of taco detox, but needed to happen, and now I'm back well, you had tacos. I'm ready to go. You had tacos. You had 14 different meals over four days of tacos. <laughs> yeah. It was taco components con- constructed into a variety of different meals. There were some nachos, maybe a burrito here or there, but it was all it was all basically tacos in, in flat form or, or another. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Let's... Uh, Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to a little late Ask Slee, but better late than never. Manuel in Gardena. Manuel, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up? Hey, fellas. So uh, let me just get in a quick Astros take, and I'll, I'll tail end it with the Ask Slee. If there was poetic justice in Beltran not being able to be the manager of the Mets, but if there's a more unlikable bunch of ass clowns in the world than the 2017 Astros, Please uh, let me know who they are because I can't seem to find them. Anyway, um, with Slee Stack, my man, hey, and I get offended by that dial tone. Uh, they need to dial that down. But Slee Stack, check it out. Is there any athlete or coach that resembles an animal more than Shashevsky resembles a giant rat? <laughs> Al, hashtag ask Slee. You got anything for that? <laughs> Thank you, Manuel. 
It makes me think of when uh, Francis and Glendale does the... I was waiting for Mike Budenholzer. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for something like that. Uh, no, he does not look like a giant rat. Come on. It's Coach K, guys. It's Coach K. Well, it is Coach K. There's North Carolina, two in a row. resemblance. North, North Carolina, <laughs> two in a row. I'm not saying that he's, you know, he doesn't look like Mickey Mouse, but it just there's there's some characteristics there that maybe, you know, shared from one to the other. Let's talk about the Astros that, that he brought up a second. Carlos Beltran's going to do TV stuff for the Yankees. And he was saying that, uh, you know, they were asking him, you know, we're working for the Yankees, one of the teams that was directly affected by the Astros cheating scandal. Uh, he said, we all did what we did. Looking back today, we were wrong. I wish I would have asked more questions about what we were doing. I wish the organization would have said to us, hey, man, what you guys are doing, we need to stop this. Okay, let's start right there. First of all, I don't know if everybody remembers this the way that I remember this. Carlos Beltran was not only involved in this, but Carlos Beltran was one of the people that was the central figures in this. He was one of the guys that was the kind of the, the – un- the guy that understood how to make this the most effective process that they could possibly have. So that part of it, well, I wish I would have known more about it. Dude, you were in the center of this. You were one of the most integral figures in this entire thing. Number two, this idea that we said we're sorry. You know, he went on to say, the part that bothered me is that, you know, when I sit down to cooperate with them, they said to me, we're not going against the players. We're going against field personnel, front office organization. And the fact that I'm the only player named in the report, how did that happen? Like, that's the part I don't understand. Everyone gets immunity except Carlos Beltran. I don't get it. No one else got immunity. You know, you're not out of baseball. You're working for the Yankees right now. These guys just don't get how offended people are by what they did. This isn't a corked bat. This isn't a, you know, you stole a sign because the catcher didn't cover up his signs correctly. This isn't, you know, a blown call that led to it was systemic electronic espionage that they all engaged in that altered the course of that series, that altered the course of the Los Angeles Dodgers World Series against them. And while they've also, well, yeah, sorry we were a part of that, we shouldn't have done it. No one's had the requisite time to say we didn't win the World Series. I would never do it again. I'm ashamed by what we did. Of course we cheated the Yankees. Of course we cheated the Dodgers. These little halfway mea culpas that they've had aren't good enough. These guys need to understand that when you cheat the way that they cheated, it's never going away. That you can talk about it and, well, we said sorry here or there. I don't care. You didn't own it appropriately. Wear it for the rest of your life. So if I understand correctly, he's going to get an announcer job with the Yankees? Yes. Okay, so that's why he's putting out the quotes now? Yeah. That's why he's coming out and he's having the talk and the conversation. Hey, guys, you know, uh, we crossed the line. We shouldn't have done So if he wasn't getting the job and it wasn't built around, now you have to address it. By the way, you know, i got to be honest with you, too, that he's getting a role with the Yankees sounds a little interesting to me as well. That's that's. Uh, would you want to see Carlos Beltran have any affiliation with the Dodgers? Never. Never. Never, out, never. I know, I know. Say that. That's why I'm even bringing up the question. But listen, do you hear Aaron Judge's response when they asked him about basically what you just asked me? They they asked Aaron Judge, "Hey, what do you think about this guy being a part of that?" And he's like, "Got a lot of respect for him. I got respect for him. He taught me a lot when he was here." What he didn't say was, "Ah, it's all good, man. Yeah, you know what happened happened. It's all you know. They 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 won the World Series. No, I didn't. This was one of those. Yeah, I have a lot of respect for him. He helped me when he was a member of the team here." It's it, nobody's yeah. getting over this. They need to understand that, and they need to it's, stop talking about listen, it or own it for real. It's not nothing's been genuine, and when you feel like 
I've always believed this. If tomorrow one of those players came out and said, you know what, I want to do a 30-minute interview with whoever it is, you can ask me any question you want. I'm open book. I'm going to really, really speak from the heart, and I'm going to tell you um, the mistake that I made and in life this happens. None of them have ever done that, and none of them are open to just taking – you know, this is – you want them to not only – open up you want them to admit it but I think you also had a bigger problem with baseball that baseball was okay with turning the page and that they still have a world series and that baseball allowed them to get away with it I think is the best way to describe it that's why nobody forgets and it might be it's in this market specifically it's going to touch people the wrong way because it was the Dodgers and the Astros and you feel like you were cheated out of a world series that's number one but I think any market in baseball, the way you look at the Astros today is much different than you looked at them prior to 2017. So I think that this won't go away. But I think Major League Baseball has a lot to do with why it won't go away. They didn't do anything. There were no repercussions. You know what, what were the do? repercussions? No, there, there weren't any. I, I, you know what? I haven't heard Carlos Beltran or Alex Bregman or Carlos Correa or Jose Altuve, or any of the guys that were intimately involved with that. You know what I haven't heard one of them say? We didn't win the World Series. I, I know I know, baseball's not taking it away from us, but I don't consider myself a World Series champion, not after what happened. I don't think that we won that thing fair and square. I don't know if the Dodgers would have won it. I don't know if the Yankees would have won it, but I know that we won it illicitly, and I don't consider myself a champion. I, I don't feel good about that. There's this thing of, they're, they're waiting. I told you so. I, we, we told you we won it anyway. No, you didn't. It, it will never be legitimized, ever. And, and now that we're at the point where these guys are starting to move teams, Carlos Correa is in Minnesota, sorry, Taylor, that you've got these guys that are, are started. George Springer is in Toronto. He's been there a couple of years. That Just because they're not in Houston anymore, the way that Bregman is, the way that Altuve is, doesn't change the fact that you're going to look at these guys like this That's what you're labeled. Ever. Yeah, forever. you're labeled as that. And, and by the way, too much time. It's been five years. Too much time has gone by. It's too late now. So Carlos, Bo- oh, I'm really sorry. No, you're not. You wanted to go no, work on TV. You just have a job at the Yes Network. Yeah. That's why you're. That's why you're coming out with these quotes now. It's not like you all of a sudden, you know, you reached. Uh, you, you woke up one morning. You're like, I really like to come out and talk about this. No, no, you're like, hey, let me sign at the dotted line here. What do we got? Do you guys want to address this, address this real quick? <laughs> got it. I'm ready. Give me 15 more minutes. I'm ready now. Come on out on Friday, and we can all hate the Astros collectively. We can watch the Dodgers. We can watch them beat the Rockies, hopefully. And we can commiserate about how the Astros did everybody dirty way back in 2017. We are at Clearman's Galley this Friday, the 8th, 7215 Rosemead Boulevard, Clearman's Galley in San Gabriel. Slee and I are going to be out there doing our show. We're going to hang out afterwards, watch uh, the Dodger game, Dodgers and Rocks, like I mentioned. Mason and Ireland are going to be on immediately following us. They're also on location. And Slee... In-person Astley, you and I will be wearing our Astley T-shirts. It's really can't miss for everybody. I love how we have to wear. I, how well, you don't have to. I'm me? wearing yeah, I was going to say, you wear yours. I'll give away mine. Let's just give away the shirts. I've taken mine to a seamstress. They're, so, they're sewing two together so I, can, uh, so I can get into that. Last one was a little bit snug. They won't have it done for a couple of weeks. The, the alterations are still being worked on right now. I'm going to need to bring in a team of tailors to, uh, to put this thing together. All right. Uh, this Laker weekend was bizarre. They lost two games. That's probably the most normal thing. Kareem went at LeBron for I don't know why. We'll try to figure out why he was doing what he was doing. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.